0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Happy Hour with Ariel and Deuce. And of course, I've got my good friend and co-host with me, Ariel.
1: Hey, guys. What's up?
0: Not much. Ariel, tell everybody about all of our amazing sponsors.
1: All of our amazing sponsors. I'm going to start it off with Ongaku Overdrive. You guys, you've heard us talk about it, and we are so excited. Ongaku um, Overdrive is doing their first Halloween party it is going to be on saturday october 15th at the abbey in orlando called OngakuVania. so you guys don't want to miss this event there's going to be live video game music there's going to be a costume contest professional photographer castlevania themed cocktails prize raffles anything and everything related to halloween and video games so if you guys want to go and get your tickets get them now um, they are on ongakuoverdrive.com. so go ahead and get tickets. Show starts at 7, goes until midnight, so a nice. whole fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to go. Um, the next event, which you guys know, is going to be Thunder Championship Wrestling. Um, it is going to be back at Tanner's Lakeside Friday, November 11th. Doors at 7, bell times at 8 um go get to Tanners early so you can like get some food yeah. get a drink check hang out check the merch oh yeah the merch table yeah. when you're at this pa- they had all kinds of stuff out on the had merch toys,
0: table had toys had shirts had everything
1: all kinds of fun stuff so make sure you guys go to tcwflorida.com get your tickets early and we will see you there
0: yeah well sp- speaking of things we've been seeing I had uh, a few adventures in Tampa, and I actually got to go to a place called South Tampa Comics. It's at 5825 Southdale Mabry. The phone number is 813-562-3990. And you can send an email to Gmail.com and talk to Randall, the owner. Mm-hmm. I've never been before, and to be honest, we like me and him are friends on Facebook, and I saw he opened a comic book shop, but I'm, I'm just never in fucking Tampa. Right, yeah, no. So, I happened to be in Tampa. I was like, you know, I want to go out of my way to make a stop. What a pleasure. He's got a nice shop in a little strip mall. Um, But what I loved is when you walked in, he had all the new comics. And then he had, like, back issue comics and stuff. But in the back, he had a whole room that was just dollar comics. And I'm talking, like long box after long box after long box it's just dollar comics See,
1: that's where it gets you because you go yeah. back there in that dollar section you're like oh it's just a yeah. dollar and before you know it
0: you've got 40 dollars yeah
1: 40 dollars worth of comics
0: which, which what, happened to
1: me yep yep been there i've done that
0: yeah so like i really really enjoyed it and and like i said again big shout out to randall he was mm-hmm. so cool because like while he was there he was telling me about Oh, yeah, this new issue of Black Adam came out, and they uh, introduced a new character called White Adam. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And we were talking about it, and I left the shop. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this, just as like a lottery ticket. Like, Mm -hmm. just in case this first appearance becomes like, because The Rock's doing the new Black Adam movie. Just in case
1: they do a movie or something. Right, or he
0: becomes a big character, and this first appearance becomes big. So, I hit him up during the week, and I said, hey, man, I'm going to be back again next weekend. Can you pull me one? He said, let me see if I still got some. He's like, yeah, I got some at school. I said, hey, would it be okay if you pulled me two? He's like, not a problem. So, like, he pulled me two. Like, I got him the next week. He was super nice, real friendly, um, very talkative, um, you know, and and knew a lot about the product, uh, which I really enjoy. So... Like, I just really enjoy this shop. If you're in Tampa, go check it out. It's I I think it's a real awesome shop, and it's right on um, South Delmambry, which is, like, the big drag in Tampa. Oh, yeah. So, um, But I had a question for you. So, like, when you go, like me, I'm walking into this new comic book mm-hmm. store. Like, when you walk into a new comic book store, like, what are you looking for?
1: so we do this quite often every couple months we take a weekend where we tampa orlando we'll find a place and we'll get a hotel for the weekend and we'll just drive to different comic book and nerd shops okay and my thing is if i walk into a new comic book shop that i've never been into the first thing i want to see how cluttered or how the layout of the store is okay like i don't like walking in and there's whole bunch of stuff just like lined up in the middle if that makes any sense I like I'm a very like aesthetic person Yeah. so I like seeing shelves on the walls like it okay. doesn't look too cluttered Um, which I know might just be my OCD probably yeah. kicking in yeah. a little bit Um, I like to see of course I like to see new stuff but I do like to see a lot of the nostalgic old stuff like um, we were in a, I think it was in Orlando and we found this comic book shop I walked in same thing yeah. they had the you know Three dollar, five dollar, one dollar comics. Yeah, they had like all the issues of Oh My Goddess, which is a very yeah. old. They adapted into, um, uh, manga, and I, I mean, I bought every single one they had. I mean, probably right. spent like thirty dollars. But like that's I like going to look at. I want to look at the new stuff. I want to see what's out new. But yeah. let me see the old stuff.
0: I guess for me it's a little bit different because I have my home store, which is Dombrowski's. Yes, that's us. It, too. W- which yeah, that's your home store that's too. Home so store. I'm preaching to the choir. Well, I get my new stuff there. So, like, if I go into a shop, I don't even look at the new wall. You go, like, to sh- you
1: go straight to the...
0: I go to Back Issues and, mm-hmm. like, the dollar bin and, like, the bargain bin to, like, see if I can find any, like, good finds. But, like, that wall, when I go to a new comic book store, to me, doesn't even exist. Because it's like, if I'm going to get it new, I'm going to get it from, from, home from my home yeah. store. Which I think, you know, is fair. Because uh, you want to keep them in business, You want to keep your home... Yeah. And we... we-
1: Typically, we do the same thing. We'll look at it, but very rarely do we buy something from the new yeah. shop because nine times out of ten, like, my husband's really into the Berserker, the yeah. uh, Keanu Reeves comic. Th- we, that's new Broski's. We call yeah. it, oh, we got it. That's yeah. where we go. But every once in a while, if we see something and we're like, well, we can't wait. Like, yeah. we're out for the weekend. We'll get it. I also don't like when I go to a comic book shop and they're trying too hard to sell everything else like, if, so if I walk in, okay, okay. hear me out. If I walk into a comic book yeah, shop. Yeah, expound. I'm going to expound. Okay. Um, If I walk in and I see just a cluster, like there's plushies and then there's pops and then there's keychains and then, then there's comics and then there's posters and then there's, like, books and, like, I don't know if it's just me, but when I go into a comic book shop, I want to see more comics than I do other merchandise.
0: Huh. Did you ever go into the old Uh, Fantasy Factory in Lakeland? No, I never did. Okay. That probably would have been your nightmare. Because that was what it was. Like, when you walked in, like, they had all the new, like, the new comic wall, and then they had bunches of back issues, but then they had, like, rows and rows and rows, which was, like, toys and plushies and, like... Now, it was all sci-fi, anime, you know, right. and comic book related, but it was like that. And then they'd have a wall over here that had posters, and then they had a wall over here that had, like, uh, anime, because you got to remember, this is back, like, circa 90, mm-hmm. so it wasn't easy to get a hold, because they still had them, like, on VHS and stuff, VHS and DVDs and, like, yeah. anime, because it wasn't as easily accessible, but it was, like, it was like uh, Morrison's cafeteria. It was like a smorgasbord. It was like yeah. a little bit of everything. But you don't like that when I'm you walk a into fan a store. Of it. Like, okay, we'll
1: go. I'll go if my husband wants to go, and we'll look. Like prime example, the difference of that and flipping it to Dombrowski's, is yeah. I like the way he does it because yes, he sells comics. Yeah. But he also markets. Hey, I also have board games. I also have this. So he Warhammer and miniature games. Yeah, he games markets and I've it got, very yeah, well to where I go in. Got I got role playing books. Oh, he's got like all that yeah. stuff. But i like, oh, we saw comics, and I go in, and there's, like, maybe one section of comics, and everything else is kind of, like, knick-knacky, as I say. So it's not really my cup of tea.
0: Well, I've also walked into, and don't say kind of the reverse, and try to be positive on this.
1: Mm-hmm. When
0: I walk into the store, because it's happened to me before, where it's like they sell comics. They hit a wall of new comics, and then they have magic cards. And that was, like, it. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Like, you know, and... Y- Trust me. Understand if you're a new business owner, you only have so much startup. Right. You can't have everything, but it's like, where are the back issues? Where are like anything else? But uh, like, literally anything. Yeah. Else is what you but have, but yeah. literally, they had like the trading card games, the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Pokemon, the Digimon, mm-hmm. the Magic, and then they had a wall that was just new comics. I don't even know oh. what he did with the old comics. To be honest with you, I'm like, well, what happens in like three months when you've got you know you're on issue six of something, what are you doing with, like, issue one, two, and three? Where are they going? Like, I would bag them Borg and then put them in long boxes and, like, have them sell, but, I mean, I've been to a couple stores where it's been like that, and I understand, like, some stores are like, look, I don't want to carry Warhammer and the miniature stuff, or I don't want to carry the role-playing stuff, which that one is a head-scratcher, but, okay, I can live with it. Like, if you just want to do trading cards and comics, okay, but, like, you gotta have something else at the party you besides do. the new stuff, and
1: it makes you wonder if they're doing like okay. So they only have the new stuff out, and the back issues are do they have like a online shop where it's like back issues only, and they're and they're selling the that stuff online to keep right. it out of the store. Do they right. have a warehouse for it? Because what else are you doing with it? You can't sell it back to your vendor or anything because they're not gonna take it. Yeah. So it's like, well, where's all your stuff going, friend?
0: Well, that's one thing I want me, you, and Version Two to do as like. Field trip, mm. so Sima Comics has their big warehouse in Orlando, and they do a warehouse sale like a couple times a year, and it is like stupid discounts. And like the more you wait in the weekend, the higher the discount gets. Like on Friday, it might be like twenty percent off everything. Then Saturday, it might be thirty percent off. But by the time you get to like Sunday, it might be like sixty percent off.
1: And that's that's the ticket. It's, yeah. it's it's a catch because it's like yeah. you want to go in the beginning because you want to get the good stuff, right? But do you want to wait till the last day and maybe not find all the good stuff, some good but stuff. But you're getting a deeper discount. you're getting a deeper discount. Yeah. I'm that way. I'd rather have the deeper discount. Yeah.
0: I, I am too. Because, like, if it was there and I didn't know it was there, did I really lose it?
1: Did I really miss out on anything? No. Did I? No. So, I'd rather save 60% off on something.
0: But I think m- me, you and version 2 need to do this casino style. You put cash in your pocket, and that's all you're going to spend. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best thing. Because if not, <laughs> I know between the three of us, we're going to rack up, like, a credit card bill. Yeah, yeah, so
1: that's probably the best thing to do. is like, hey, we each take X amount of cash, lock everything else up. This is all we're taking. because like this. And we I, can
0: only put so much on the corporate card.
1: <laughs> only so much will yeah. go before we get flagged. Yeah. And so like, uh, Is this really a, a, this p- is a business expense? It's, all, it's promoting. It's marketing. It's not going to sit on my shelf. Yeah. Like, yeah. type situation.
0: Oh. Sit on your shelf. This is a, a interesting question for you. So, when you walk into a new comic book store, mm-hmm. what is your feeling on statues?
1: Good one. So, I don't mind them. Okay. If they are, like, placed in a very, like.
0: Strategically.
1: Very. Like there's a reason behind it like if you have a statue of let's say Spider-Man or Green Goblin that you're trying to sell for like $400 right. don't have it out in the middle have it next to your Spider-Man comics or have it next to your you know, your Black Widow if you have a statue of Black Widow or something right. like that like I think if you have it placed to where it makes sense in marketing and maybe that's just my marketing background shining through it to me it doesn't make sense just having it out in the middle where the Powerpuff Girl comics are because that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. If you put it somewhere. Like we there's an anime shop in Orlando that we discovered and it's called Anime Village and okay. it all they sell is anime. Very small shop, but yeah. they're very statue related. Yeah. And that's all half of what they have as statues. Because that's, honestly, that's what sells in anime. They want the figurines. Yeah. You know, the, for the weebs? For the weebs. Yeah. All for the weebs. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I learned a word. You learned a word today. I'm so. You learned an anime word.
0: It was on my anime nerd calendar of the day.
1: <laughs> it, Actually, side note, side quest. Where did you hear weeb from? Because now I'm curious. J-
0: J- uh, Jim Cornette and the Cornette oh. experience cool. because they were calling. <laughs> Kenny Omega weeb and then and then they had to explain what a weeb was and I'm like oh okay that's a weeb like I'm learning a lot of anime words from uh, like actually hang on let me ask my phone real quick Siri which one's this Alexa that's Siri okay Siri how old is Jim Cornette how old is Jim Cornette He's 60. Okay. So I'm learning all my anime words from a six-year-old man. So as long as you're learning. I'm learning. And
1: he was spot on. I don't agree with him 100% of the time of when I've listened to him. But I will agree. Kenny Omega is a weeb. It's a weeb. And I love it. And I'm here for it. But I'm proud you learned a word. So it's a weeb shop. Like 100%. Like straight up weebs everywhere. You know. And you have your level of weebs, if you will. Like you have your your intro where they're just learning about anime and manga and then you have your what i call your working class weebs who as much as they want to like deep dive in they actually have like contribute to society and real jobs and actually have to do so they can't
0: spend four hundred dollars on an anime statue or whatever yeah do that
1: and then you have your like rich weebs who will or you know off the deep end weebs who i think end weebs yep I aspire to be that one day, but I'm still stuck.
0: And then you got you live in your mom's basement Weebs?
1: Yes, you do. Okay. Thirty years old, chilling in mom's basement, you know that type situation. Still playing. Just weebin. Just weebin out. Just, yeah. And I, I don't want to be the mom's basement, but I want to be at that point where I can walk in and I'm like, I want that. You statue. have some statues
0: and shit at your house. We do. So, yeah, we do. They're so. not.
1: They're definitely my husband's because my husband was, still isn't that weeb.
0: Weeb life. <laughs> Still no Weeb life. Is it like the NWO? Is it for life? Yeah. Okay. For life.
1: Once you dive in, you yeah. can't dive out. So you got to be careful. The
0: Weeb WO.
1: The Weeb WO.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> what you do. Weeb World Order. So the WWO.
1: Listen, if I get, you know, in my next life, I want to remember that because I'm going to become a, a professional wrestler and that's going to be my tag team the, name.
0: The Weeb World Order? Yeah,
1: yeah the Weeb World Order.
0: <laughs> We're going to get flagged for how many times we <laughs> Weeb <laughs> is less. 10 minutes our workout um do not take a shot every time we said we please, please do not um but no like i like i get that i'm a big like i like statues but when mm-hmm. i go into a place and it has statues i'm like oh we fancy like, like that's,
1: a, that's a fancy comic that's book a shop. fancy comic yeah. book
0: shop because like if you go to the one at coliseum of comics they've got them in like giant glass cases i'm yeah. talking they might have like 300 statues in there and you're like holy whole hell other level yeah, like you know you're in kind of like a more more uh, pinkies up if you will kind of joint fancier, Yeah,
1: fancier and then you are you walk into you know when we walked into actually it was i take that back a coliseum of comics okay. in lakeland moved near like the Cumby area and like okay a, strip mall okay and i didn't believe it and yeah like really like that's where they moved but yeah. same thing you walked in it had the same you know yeah. atmosphere but there's been a couple comic book shop we walked into and went, like, oh the same fancy yeah which the same fancy.
0: now they moved to the new place i can kind of poo poo on the old place they had to move out of the old place that, yeah. that parking was horrid
1: you, you could fit two cars if, if you, that could, if you were and lucky. i'm like what do they
0: do for friday night magic when there's like 20 here, well, free
1: comic book day, yeah. That's like their, one of their biggest, like times of the year, is free comic book day, and, and you can't, you gotta park halfway downtown to even yeah. walk up to get to the comic book, yeah.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, mm. so because they moved down there and they were at that spot for a while. Because remember, they were in like downtown, downtown yeah. across from like the chop shop.
1: That's when I started going,
0: yeah. They were there, and then before that, they were like down by the Polk Theater, they had a real little spot now. I'm kicking this back old school. This is like 2004, 5. They were over there. Because I remember going there, and that place was small. And I'm like, oh. So.
1: I don't know. Like, in my my opinion, they have a couple different shops. So, you know, they're not really hurting, per se. But when you move that many times in a given, it always makes me wonder what's going, behind, like what's going on behind the scenes if you have to move so often. I mean, I get there's factors rent you know goes up you need more space situations
0: like that i'm gonna probably step in it a little bit and be a little controversial with this opinion That's fine. but this is my opinion from my dealings with them they feel like the corporate like the disney of comic book shops like the walmart of comic book shops like because they have so many and they're all over you know central florida it's like Whenever I go in there, I don't get the same feeling as when I go to, like, my home store where I know the guy. Or even, prime example, well, I did know Randall at, at, at South uh, Tampa Comics a little bit because, like, we're friends on Facebook. But, like, I've gone into other places where it's like, hey, I'm in this new area. Let me see what the nearest comic book shop is. And let me poke my head in and I'll kill an hour. Like, when you go into a place like that and the, um, you know, the owner's chatty and, like, mm-hmm. talks you up. Not overselling, but just, like, chatting you up or maybe asking what you like and kind of point you in the right direction. Like, that's cool. But every time I go in there, it's so sterile. Like, it's just very, like hey, how you doing? And very
1: corporate. Feel. Very
0: corporate. And I'm, I'm like, here
1: to clock in, clock out. Yeah. I'm like, not here to be personal. Almost like walking
0: into a GameStop, if you will. Like, yeah. you know, if you don't know the local GameStop employees and they're like, oh, hey, Deuce, what's up, man? I got the new Call of Duty for you in the back. Like, you know, that kind of situation. Yeah. Like, if you just walk into, like, any old GameStop and walk in, they'll be like, hey, how you doing? And then, like, that's it. Unless yeah. they run up on you and try and talk you into getting that – magazine and subscriptions and reserving oh, yeah. stuff and trades but that's a ramp for a whole nother day but
1: that's what i that's what i like i mean we go out to you know other places but there's nothing like coming back to your, your home store place where they know like yeah. you know arcade 80s we go in there quite often
0: yeah
1: jason's like hey guys what's up and we just you know take our time look around and well
0: like that's when i went there the other week and i totally put my foot in my mouth because i was like hey are you guys doing any sales for labor day and somebody behind the counter was like, you mean on Monday when we're closed? And I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, like, Fred. My bad.
1: <laughs> I forgot you ain't open.
0: Yeah, when you're not open on Monday. Because that's the other thing with the comic book store that's big to me. I, I like a deal. I like a bargain. I like a sale. Because I'm the, they probably hate me at Dombrowski's. Because I'm always asking, like, if it's a holiday, it's like, Hey, what are you doing for Arbor Day? You having yeah. a sale for Arbor it's, it's, Day?
1: What about Groundhog Day? Yeah, you having yeah. like a good You know, good Columbus
0: sale? Day? Are you going to sail into some savings? Yeah. You know, like, and it's like. That's not a bad, you know, hey, that's not a bad gimmick, though. That is. Owned, copyrighted by uh, A&D Media. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If we ever do something. We if we ever help. do
0: something with it, we can sail into savings on yeah. Columbus Day. It's so, a
1: good one. But, I, you know, I I like that. The bargaining aspect, and if you go, so like we, I mean, we've done that, at, yeah. Uh, um, where we at, Arcade 80s? When yeah. my husband found the Kenny Omega pop for me, yeah, and we bought quite a few that day, yeah. So Jason was like, Hey, you know, did a
0: little bit of wheeling and, and dealing, wheel if you and deal will. My husband's yeah.
1: like, You know, I, I can't leave the store without that for my wife because I yeah. feel like, but I also
0: want to get these other four pops, yeah, so can you maybe like me. help a brother out a little bit, because so
1: because I will not be able to sleep in my own bed if if she knows it's out there, there. and i didn't get it no. so he's like i completely understand no. so he helped us out a little bit with that i mean
0: well let me talk to you about this since you made a good segue all on your own i'm so proud i'm learning the arcade <laughs> 80s revamp
1: oh beautiful he did such a phenomenal it job looks
0: amazing in there now to tell the kids at home basically when you walk into the store in the back he had like long boxes with back issues of comics but he's added shelves on both sides with like graded comics now but also what i really like is he's been going to a lot of cons and gotten a lot of stuff signed by different like voice actors and celebrities but it's like hey have fun down at the arcade 80s or like they're kind of like signed to the shop instead of like to him him, but he framed them and he put them all up and it's kind of like a cool little like wall of fame back there in Mm -hmm. the back like walk all the way to the back of the store kids and while you're back there peek the head in the arcade because he added um well i'll tell you what he already had he had street fighter 2 championship edition he had street fighter versus x-men and i think he had commando and something else and now he's got uh the NES play 10 do you ever remember that
1: it's been a while. Okay, it's so been here, a
0: long time. Here's what it was. As best as I can scribe. Not prescribe it. Describe it. Thank you. Words. They're hard. They're hard, weebs, guys. Uh, but, uh... It was basically, like, a Nintendo with, like, ten different games plugged into it. So, you would just pick which game you want Mm -hmm. and put your quarter in, and then you could play that game. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, and, like, depending on, like, where you went, they would have a different selection of what the ten ten games were. But, I mean, literally, as far as I know, I could be dead wrong on this. cabinet, literally, is just, like, a Nintendo, but it's got, like, ten different cartridges huh. connected to it so it just runs whatever cartridge you pick so it'd be the same thing as like you were playing mario at home but you could play in the arcade
1: it's a different vibe yeah it's a different feel when you do it in the arcade just yeah. being at home
0: he added that one he added um um uh, marvel versus capcom Ooh. which is really cool i i didn't have like i was kind of like in between things but i was right there and i'm like i want to poke my head in so I didn't really have time to play, but I'm definitely going back and feeding that machine some quarters. The other one he got was um, it's a dual cabinet. It's NFL Blitz and it's NBA Showtime on the same cabinet. Which, if you never played NBA Showtime, it's it's a lot like NBA Jam. It's just it's 3D instead of 2D. Oh, gotcha. So, like, it's you got a little bit more control because you can move over the all over the court uh, a little bit better, I think. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and they're only fifty cents. So, I mean, it's not like awesome. yeah, that's not bad at all. So how I many like, you
1: don't have a couple quarters that you can take to the arcade and have exactly. a little
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, um I definitely recommend going and checking it out. That and he just he's just been adding stuff left and right. Like I sent you the, the Funko Pops in a can, the soda pop. Yeah. Funko's. He's
1: been adding that. Yeah. He um we actually asked him today because, you know, he has his pops. But then he has his back ones that are, like, the more expensive, hard to find, the ones that are signed. And we made a joke with him today. We were like, oh, did you turn? Because he has them turned away so you can't see the price. So we made a joke, oh, so nobody can see the price. And he was like, well, that's a good point. He's like, no, I've just gotten so many in. I have to turn them sideways to get get them on the shelf. And he was like, and, you know, having to re-sticker all of them is going to be a... A pain. pain. Yeah. So he's like, you know, if you just want to see one, you know, just let yeah. me know. I'll turn around and give it to you. So he was really nice about that, and because of that, we end up buying, bought one of the ones he, you that I saw was the, uh, I mean, massive Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Oh yeah, yeah, I try to collect all of those pops, which are ex- so many. Um, he had from the diamond collection the mare, and the mare is done in like diamond jacket and sparkles, and he oh. had that one, and then he had a different art style of Jack Skellington that was, he just got in, so I bought the last one. Yeah. you, Sorry if you're out there trying to look for it. It is in my house.
0: Well, I mean, he just added a lot more games since the last time I was there, like, because when I go in, I'm looking for Super Nintendo 64. That's what I'm looking for. Like, I'm not looking for newer stuff. So, I, I went in there and dug around, and, like, he added a lot more games, and um, just, a lot more selection. And, of course, because you got to remember people are trading that stuff in. It's it's always going to change. So you right. always kind of want to poke your head in and see what's up. But he also, if you check him out on Facebook, Arcade 80s on Facebook, um, he does a really good job of, like, when he gets a new haul in. He'll, like, take a picture and, like, put it up on Facebook. Yeah. So you can kind of see what new is coming in the store, which helps for me because – just sometimes it's kind of out of the way, so it's like, if I'm not going that side of town, I'm not going to poke my head in, and something that I want might have came in that I didn't see. So, at least there's that option. I then I'm like sure them. you can always call them. So.
1: Just like, hey, did you get this in?
0: Or, hey, I'm looking for this. Do you have it? Because I had to talk to him about, um, I was trying to find a, a price on a system. And he's like, oh, I don't have that one in stock. And I said, well, just ballpark me. Like, what would it go for? And he's like, It's be between this price and this price. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's good. At least now I've got him ahead of ballpark of what this thing's going to cost if you get one in. So, um, you know, that worked out really good. So, um, yeah. I mean, Arcade 80s, go check them out. It's a fun time. And we'll, we'll take a quick break and you can check out some of these ads. And we'll be right back. All right. And we're back with a happy hour with Ariel and Deuce. Um, I kind of want to expound on something we talked about in an earlier episode. We talked about Pitcher Podcast. Oh, yeah. And I had talked about how I kind of want to do an oral history of a couple different things. And two of the things I mentioned was uh, Downtown Comics and the Fantasy Factory. But I want to expound on that a little bit since now there's not like 10 different people here doing the podcast with us. Yeah, about that. Yeah, about that.
1: (laughs) We did a thing, guys. Uh, we tried it out. It did not go bad.
0: It did not go bad. It was fun. It was a good so, time. Yeah, I'm interested by now. W- w- by the time you listen to this, we'll probably have gotten some feedback on it, so we'll see what's up. But um, uh, w- w- the reason I think Downtown Comics is such a big deal is it was Winter Haven's first comic book store. Yeah. And it was such, t- to me, like a huge part of my childhood and like growing up. And molding me into the person I am today between my relationship with the owner, Matt, and, like, meeting friends there like Scott and people, like, I still hang out with Scott to this day. And I met him when I was, like, in middle school. So, I mean, you know, these are long-term friendships that were built in this, in my opinion, very magical place. And I just want to see, like, you know, like, where did he come up with the idea? Like, what was like what was the process like almost like an oral history of like you know this is the idea i had this is kind of like where i came up with the funds this is how i did the shop because he had multiple different locations
1: step by step and how did he break my thing how did he break through to be the first comic book shop in winter Haven, such a small town where let's face it I don't want to say the nerd community isn't recognized, but even back then, it probably wasn't as big as it is now. How did he break through that and become a successful for many years? How did he do it?
0: Because, I mean, he did it for years because he opened, and I'm just throwing out numbers, he probably opened in early 90s, and I don't think the shop closed until, it didn't officially close until, mid 2000s so i wow. think i think he was open at least 15 20 years i mean he was open a while
1: so it's like how did you overcome you you opened up at this time let's say early 90s right. how did you overcome Everything to keep the longevity. Like, what did you do? What were some strategies? And
0: also, the metamorphosis of the store because, like, when I first found it, it was it was still on Central, which is kind of our main street here in Winter Haven. If you guys are from outside the area listening, it was like in a smaller location. And then, do you remember when he moved to the really really big yeah. location? Mm-hmm. And he was there for a long time. He even had a couple concerts in there. So yeah, no, yeah.
1: I didn't go to any of those. but yeah. I know that was a pretty. Pretty decently sized building he had. Yeah,
0: because like that was a, like one of the first places I was introduced to punk and punk rock, because he loved punk rock, and he had a whole like punk rock music section, and he had local bands and stuff, because I can't remember what year it was, but he had, it's whatever year Pocahontas came out, because like the band Syrup, which was kind of pretty big, mm-hmm. punk band at the time, like did a concert there. And they had a giant banner, and it had the raccoon from Pocahontas on it, and it said syrup on top. And I th- I, I could be wrong on this because you got to remember, this is, you know, talking middle school, high school years. Like, I think they had a way to where they started it, like, dropped, and, like, it rolled out, and it said syrup, and they started playing and stuff. But I remember he had a concert there. I remember, like, a couple different parties he had had there. Um, But that was where we did, like, our Sunday Battletech game, which is every Sunday. Because, like, that was almost as important to me on Sundays as going to church. Because it's like, I went to church Sunday, as soon as I was done, I would get mom or dad, or when I finally got old enough to drive, I would drive straight there to play Battletech. Like, and that was the rest of my Sunday, was playing Battletech on Sundays. And then Friday night, we had our gaming night there that was, like, our 40K night. And that was, like, every Friday night. Which is funny, because I I know Magic was playing at that time, so I know they had Friday Night Magic. I feel like Magic got big, and you might be able to help me with this, Magic got bigger, like, in the mid-2000s. Am I wrong?
1: No, that's when it really, I mean, Magic's been around ever since the 90s, but it really... It was around
0: when I was in middle school, because I got the first edition stuff, because I remember when the first expansion pack, uh, Ice Age, came out, and we were like, oh, shit, they're adding more cards to this? And it was, like, a big deal. Now they're on, like, God knows what number expansion. I don't don't
1: even know if there's a number at this point. But that's when it kind of blew up. And that's when you started seeing, like, everybody was doing magic tournaments and everybody was buying out all the expansion packs. I mean, I didn't get into it until a couple years after that. And I remember, you know, like, building your deck and going to battle it with people and then going to cons. I think one of the... I'm going to be completely honest here. We still have not gone through this, but two and a half years ago, we went to Tampa Bay Comic Con. Right. And they had at one of the tables, they had um, boxes, like long boxes of magic cards. And it said assorted, like it could be lands, it could be something good, it could be a common card. And it $10 for that whole sleeve. It but it was a
0: mystery box. You, mystery couldn't, box. you couldn't lift it up no, and look inside. It was all taped up. Yeah. We
1: bought four of them because they really. Like, you didn't open them? No. We know, I t- we, t- we opened them in the hotel room okay. to look through them, and then we we got home, we're, like, oh, we're going to build all kinds of decks, and then, you know, Working Weeb Life came in, and, and they're still sitting on the shelf, so every what? now and then, we're like, oh, we're going to break them out tonight, and then we never do.
0: Was this, how do we put this, BV2 or... Where, where is this in my timeline, I guess is what I'm saying. Did V2 oh. go with you? And, yes. Okay.
1: Actually, V2 and V1 went with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we were, we were both there. And in V1, he did kind of play a little bit of Magic, yeah. but n- wasn't into he it. He used much. to play with Johnny. Yeah. They used yeah. to play. But we didn't play as often, and and me and V1 did a lot. Yeah.
0: Because uh, we had a short-lived stint where we were doing, like, game nights here at the house where we were yeah. playing Magic together. Yeah. When I was unemployed, so... <laughs>
1: Back in them times, back,
0: back in back in the dark times the of dark. unemployment.
1: Dun dun dun. Hey, that's that was the summer
0: no worries. I love that summer. I bet. That was the best thing that ever happened. No. I got, I got like let go. God, it was like right near. Maybe, I, I actually I know when it was. It was right when baseball season started because that's part of the reason I got let go. Uh but it was like right around baseball season, and it was like June, July, and August. I had my unemployment, so I'm like. Well, I got my unemployment, so take a little vacation. I'm gonna take a little summer no worries. And like, we did game nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fun, man. That, that, was, definitely a, that was a fun you had summer. A yeah. Big
1: old summer no mm-hmm. worries. And now you look back on it, you're like, well, I kind of miss that summer. Yeah, like, I do I kinda too. I miss sometimes. Like, yeah. No worries.
0: No worries. But yeah, no, that was great. But because like,
1: now it's all the worries.
0: <laughs> it's just all the anxiety just blowing out my tits. <sighs> yep. Yeah. I feel so that. I feel that. Well, way. that's cool that you guys saw the cards. And that's the thing. Like, and the problem is I don't do the cons as much anymore. Like, this is gonna sound horrible. I go to the cons when we invited, or I'll go to like like sci-fi barto, I'll go to that every year just because yeah, I it's love a local it. Con. Um and kinda interested to see what I hear about mm-hmm. Bartow Con, you know, because I know that's coming up around the corner. Um, but you know, for me it's like I'm just kind of over the mega cons, the Tampa Bay comic yes. Cons, and, like, mm-hmm. it's too many people. Yep. It just – I I just don't enjoy That's it. That's kind of
1: the direction after – and you guys have heard on a previous uh, podcast where uh, me and my husband talked about our experience mm-hmm. this past year with Con, and that really did kind of turn us off yeah. for the time being because we're like, man, like, it wasn't – we had a good time. With We got in, bought the stuff we wanted, saw the things we did, but yeah. – you know, we're kind of like, now I'd rather do the local stuff. Like, I know yeah. there was one, and we didn't, unfortunately, didn't get to make it to it because we had other plans, but they were doing, like, a Funko Pop con, and then they were... Is that
0: the one I sent you the link to? That's the one. That they were doing in Orlando? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stuff like that, and that's where we're more like, okay, I want to do the smaller stuff now. Like, I know our Lakeland Convention Center, they're starting to do a little con. Yeah. That's what we're more, like, wanted. to and do. And,
0: like, the toy cons, because I keep seeing them all the time, like um like locally like they'll have them in tampa and they'll have them like at at the fairgrounds in tampa and they'll have them like locally in places like i think even the lakeland convention center will do it yeah yeah because
1: those people who need the money megacon don't need the money tampa bay comic-con don't need the money yeah but it's your bartow and your little towns like that like that brings a lot of people and a lot of business to them so i'd rather go and support that than support somebody who is guaranteed to make you know millions of dollars yeah it's
0: it's like I don't want to go to a Disney con, if no. that makes sense. Not no. not a con about Disney, because 'cause I'd be all about it. But like a con that's run like an empire like Disney that's where exactly it's just. How like, it is. It's like i yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just a number on a on a you know, on a spreadsheet somewhere. Right. Yeah.
1: Versus you go to like especially that's with sci fi Bartow, we meet with know people. We know everybody. That, we know everybody. It's a good hangout. Hey, I haven't yeah. seen you in a while. What's been going on? How are you? it's more of a meetup and enjoying than it is just being a number or another sale yeah and i like buying from local i try to buy local as often as possible because and that's just my personal take i'd rather buy local stuff yeah.
0: well i need to talk to sean and Lori and see if i can get them to come on the podcast to promote BartoCon. oh absolutely and get us some press pa- passes wink, wink 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 um but like like here like what's going on with that and like because The ideas that I've read on Facebook and the things I've seen so far, like, I like the direction where this is going. Like, I'm here for it. Like, I want to see how they do and just, you know, like, I want to support it. Because I think what they did with Sci-Fi Bartow, like, my God, from, like, year two, which was, like, the first year of us having the podcast and being on the poster and being sponsors... To like where they are now, it is phenomenal. So I'm gonna
1: throw something at you, something that I've been thinking about. It's still on a topic of cons, anxiety tits. That yeah, That's always always a always anxiety (laughs) tits. Always anxiety tits. How would you feel if Winter Haven did their little a little con, if you will? Auburndale was doing it for a while. Why
0: they haven't?
1: That that's my question.
0: I I have a reason why I think they haven't, but I can tell you off air. I won't tell you on air. That's fine. But um. Like, they do, like, the art show downtown, yeah. and they do, like, other things downtown. They do,
1: like, the Fall Fest. They do, like... They
0: do Carol's on the Park. Yep. Um, they even do, like, farmer's markets there, like, every, like, third yeah. weekend of the Saturday of the yep. month or something. So, I mean, they I, do events downtown. I just don't know why they haven't decided to go, like like, sci-fi comic book theme because the funny thing is the last art show we were there, I sent you pictures mm-hmm. because they had, like, a weed booth where it was, like, all anime stuff, and they had, like, anime wall scrolls, and they had these ceramic tile, like, coasters. Yes. But they had, like, anime shows and, like, the CW Arrowverse shows and, like, Marvel and DC characters on them. I'm like, that's really cool. So, you've got this, like, prim and proper art, if you will, like the, you know, the you, these You know, art exhibitionist, but then you've got this one booth that's, like, all nerd stuff. Guess which booth was the most full? Yep. The nerd booth.
1: Yep, every single time. and That's kind of, like, my feelings on it, and I always had that idea. Um, Back in the day when I ran OSGS, that was always the ultimate goal of mine was I would love to – have an event whether it's just like a Saturday a one day thing where I want to do a con and I want to do it in Winter Haven now Auburndale was doing one for quite a while um,
0: they did one for like two years I that's think. the one I'm thinking of I'm yeah. thinking of another city uh, Yeah, Auburndale and- did it for like two years they did the first one and then they did the second one and then it just kind of went poof and like they even did it to where like they had like uh like a movie on the lawn the night before and then the con mm-hmm. was the next day kind of like the sci-fi Bartow model, if you will. Um, and then... That didn't quite work it out. It didn't quite work out. And I don't know if it was the size of the space, because I want to say they did it somewhere like the library or something. Yeah, like, in that space. Yeah, and I don't... I I think the problem was they had so many people, they didn't have enough room. And I think that might have been... The, well, I, I don't know, no, but that actually, would be my first guess, because is it they is just did Auburndale room. is a
1: very small town, town. So it's like, what if you were to combine Winter Haven and Auburndale and do one collective con and that way you're incorporating two cities yeah and that was always my idea and and it's always one of those ideas that's always in the back of my mind like you know one day i want to i want to approach or i want to try to do this and make it a thing because i feel like it would be an absolute success if they tried it
0: well you got matt oh I, they tried it. Okay, yeah. good. I, I, liked, I liked your pronouns, pal. Yes, uh, thank you. Because I thought you were going to say, because I want to try it. I was going to be like, you know what? You've got mad lady balls. Yeah. You go do that. Yeah, I'm I don't you. want any part yeah. of that shit.
1: And, and for those reasons, I am out. No, I want them to do it. Now, of course, I would absolutely love to maybe sit on the board, make it happen, promote it, do that.
0: Yeah, I want to sit back here and give you ideas, and you fuckers figure them out. you like. figure it out. <laughs> I want and then
1: if you want me to help, well, you will talk, but yeah. that's that's what your expertise, I know what I'm good at, and I know what I'm not, and and that's your thing.
0: Yeah, like, I want to be, like, the, what is it, God, it's not a supervisor, it's a, a technical advisor, I want to be a technical advisor. I, I like that title. Like, I want to be the guy you come to, like, the guy that basically gets to sit on the set in movies, like, they have, like, gun technical advisors, where, like, they'll have an ex-military guy be there and be like, yeah, you're holding that shit wrong, dumbass, yeah. like, and just be like... Hey, you know, it looks better when you turn the safety off, like, in shit like I that. I want to be,
1: throwing the word out there again, I want to be the weeb technical advisor. The weeb technical because, advisor. Because, hey, you know, I feel like that's where I would shine.
0: Are, are we at the right level weeb right here, or do we need to, like, crank it up? Do we need to, like, up? weeb it up weeb a little bit Weave it up a little bit? You know, yeah. weeble
1: it down, you know, it's just too much.
0: What's another anime word of the day you can give me, since we've said weeb 19,000 times <laughs> At least 19,000 yeah. times.
1: Well, it depends on um what direction you want to take it.
0: Let's just go like weeb, like normal, <laughs> like let's not get into like weird shit. Let's like normal like well, There's
1: a uh, otaku which is so y- is another form of weeb. Yeah. But that is like super deep like like
0: If I remember correctly, otaku means you're just like super into something. Yeah, you're because super into because that's how it. they made um I I think Ongaku probably came out of the word ontaku yeah. for Ongaku Overdrive. And then also they've got Kotaku, the website, which I go to a lot for video games. Yeah. And then they explain that Kotaku came from the word, on, not Ongaku, what was the first word you gave me? Uh,
1: the first, not weeb. No, the,
0: no the, the the word of the day, which means you're super into something. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm still talking about yeah. Um God, man. Because it wasn't Ogaku it
0: and it wasn't Kotaku- but what was maybe it was Kotaku? Maybe is Kotaku was. the word Sorry that means guys. you're super duper into something? No. What's the the anime word for when you're super duper into something? You just said it.
1: I literally did, and I kind of feel kind of feel like an ass now because I cannot.
0: <laughs> she, the person giving the word of the day, cannot remember Sorry the word guys. of the day. So this know. is true happy hour fashion, hey. and nobody's even drinking. And
1: yeah, and that here, that's just I have no excuses because I haven't had a single ounce mm. on this fine day because we're yeah. not doing a normal
0: normal yeah. weekend day we're doing on a weekday so that's why it's, it's all night. it's all water city because it's it's a school night and you know some of those weebs got jobs so you we know do.
1: we do to pay for our habits yeah. so yeah i can't remember if We've i think about it I'll, I'll add it to the website or something yeah we'll way. add
0: it to the website the word that we literally just said yeah that we'll it, I, I, I know when we listen to episode we're gonna be like
1: really we couldn't remember that word yeah
0: it otaku. Thank you. That was the word <laughs> that was, was otaku. Thanks. We're old people. We are old. and we
1: forget things and we've been up probably since like well I know I've been up since like 5:30. I've
0: been up since 4. So yeah. So, we're tired. Yeah, we're we're old. We're tired. But uh I tell you what we're never tired of is doing the show. I want to say a big thank you to everybody out there. Go check us out at hhpodcastshow.com. It's got all of our links, and make sure you guys share with your friends. And we will see you on the next episode of the Happy Hour with Ariel and Deuce.